Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Binge Town TV. Today, we're here with me and Julia talking about Survivor Season 45, Episode 11, titled This Game Rips Your Heart Out. And I did that off of memory. I hope that's actually the title. Is it? I think that's right. I think <laughs> okay. that's right. Okay. And this is a Sunday morning recording. We apologize that this is coming out. I feel like they've been coming out a little late recently. Normally, that's not how we do it here at Binchown, but um, the holidays is crazy. And the episode airing on a Wednesday, Mm -hmm. and then we have work Thursday, Friday, like if we have something Thursday and then Mm -hmm. Friday, you know, it happens. But you know what? We're busy ladies. We're busy. We have full time jobs. This is we don't get paid anything for this. Can you believe that? I I can't, but we're here. It's Sunday morning. We're having a coffee date. Yeah. It's fun. And this was another good episode. I think this was a frustrating episode for me and for a lot of people, but also like I was fully shaking during the final tribal because I was so excited that there was just going to like the idea that Julie that anything was happening choose, mm-hmm. to just choose who was. And even the, the jury was like, oh, she's choosing. She's choosing. Who's mm-hmm. she going to pick? They don't know anything about anything. These dum-dums didn't split a vote. Dude, how could Austin not have thrown a vote on someone else knowing that he was Julie's other? Like, well, like it's between Emily and Austin. So why wouldn't Austin put his vote at least on like Jake or Katora even and and force a tie and force a tie at least? Because that if you're not going to play your idol. Like Julie was like a hair away from voting Austin, I think. I think D has Austin and Julie just wrapped around her little finger. So like, yeah, at the end, if D wasn't like Austin is my number one. Ooh, and yeah, that was a bad even at, choice of words. Even at that point, I'd be like, OK, now I'm definitely voting him off. Like, what the fuck? Yeah, not splitting votes. And I don't want to get. Quite frankly, I don't have the mental, the the brain capacity to work out like three votes here, three votes there. What are, what are we even at? We're at seven. So it was a six to one. Yeah. When we watch episodes, Julia and I like to do like if there's 10 people left, we'll put up 10 fingers. And I'd be like, OK, these it's kind of like what Bruce did. But Bruce in a, was doing in, a, in like a sweeter way. Like we're just like, <laughs> OK, wait, how are these votes going to break out? Yeah. And we can only do it starting when there's only 10 players on the beach. Otherwise, Correct. that math is way too much for us. No, but even so, usually it's like tribal councils or, sh- or smaller, like non-merged groups. That's that's true. <laughs> anyway, keep going. Tell me. <sighs> well, I just think it's silly that nobody tried to split a vote. Like, why didn't Emily, Katora, and Jake try to do anything? Who would they have voted for? Like... This Austin? is the, D. Yeah, but uh, like splitting the vote. I guess they, they didn't know Julie had, had an idol. Jake. I would say Drew and Austin should have put their votes on Jake. Everyone while saying you're right. That's is on Julie. You're right. But then, but then Jake is pissed off. Well, he and they, he's I mean, he's he's in a constant state of like his, he's seen his name a thousand times. So whatever. Lucky number seven or whatever. It's Yeah. I don't know. I'm so excited for the turmoil within Reba next episode because same. we can let's get through some of the other stuff because the end stuff is so juicy. Once it gets to like the Austin and D like lover relationship getting in the way of the game, that is so interesting to me. Like I didn't I'm not necessarily interested in them as a couple, but I'm interested in the dynamics that it it forces on everyone else. 
great way to say it because yeah them Mm -hmm. to me i literally have written down like what could they possibly talk about what are these two dummies talking about i know and i mean the stars if they're together love that for them but i but i don't see it i don't see it like boston rob and amber it needs to happen away from me (laughs) yeah take it (laughs) offline please Um, (laughs) no but i i really do think before we get into i do think drew would have gone home today mama jay would have 100 percent thrown an idol or an idol a vote on drew if drew didn't have the immunity necklace but drew would have been smart enough to be like awesome you got to play your idol for me like she knows we'll get to it let's just start at the top where bruce got where we talk about choking sheets oh yeah i did want to talk about token (laughs) sheets let's start at the top and go back to season 17 (laughs) so quickly i am on episode five of token teens and i'm loving it and i think that what survivor is missing comes down to this the challenges where people beat the shit out of each other <laughs> i need that back because it causes like problems like it's mm-hmm. not like actual problems but if you remember like heroes villains like that shit got personal like people yeah, were like totally. ripping each other's tops off and like punching each other in the face it was awesome and i think that yeah these days everyone's too nice to each other they don't want to hurt anyone's feelings but in those types of challenges it's like not personal feelings technically you're just trying to win a challenge but you're beating the shit out of each other so Mm -hmm. it's gonna get personal it forces personal stuff and i i just missed the like raw just being like okay we have to just like hold their face down in the mud so i can shoot a ball in a net (laughs) like i love that that's fun for me i agree but that is also very mtv and and survivor is not mtv it's it very is, cbs it's very cbs very yeah. paramount plus it's family coded it's coded yeah. for the family it's coded for the family which <laughs> I, no, let's stop that let's not um it's too, you're right it's too pg yes whereas mtv is for the teens um yeah so let's just jump into the star bruce got voted out last week and everyone is hooting and fucking hollering. Oh, boy. And it's personal because, especially the second time I watched this, I was like, this is rude. Like, Bruce has to watch this. I know. And they're not hooting and hollering because he was going to win the season if they didn't get him out. They, they're they hooting and hollering because they're like, fuck that guy. Get him off my beach. Yeah. It's kind my of, beach. I, I was kind of upsetting a little bit. It like, is. It is. Come on. Yeah, it is. I do, especially now that Bruce is off, I'm like. Look at me just being like, protect him. When I was like shitting on him all season long, I, I was I would be hooting and hollering and trying to pop champagne as well. But it sucks. Totally. I mean, it does suck. And it's and it, uh, that is not CBS of them. That is mean bullying behavior. That's mean bullying behavior. <laughs> Let's talk about Emily's knife in the coffin. Is that the phrase? Knife in the coffin. Nail. A knife in the coffin. <laughs> She was stabbed through the coffin. <laughs> she was alive. And then they killed her. Buried um, alive. Her telling the Bruce plan was such a lapse in judgment. She should not have done that. That that got her voted out. She was the option. It would have been Jake if because no one was seeing her as a mega threat until that moment. I know. But it, it raises the question of like, how then do you get clout for moves if you don't make them known like i was thinking i was like fantasizing about all right let's say i'm on the, i'm i'm there i make a big move and somebody tries to like claim it like you want to sure. you want credit where credit is due unfortunately that becomes i mean we were watching it and sheridan was like they always do this like do not yeah yeah 
like come back and own a move. But it's like at the same time, you're you're trying to build your resume. Mm-hmm. So I know, but I think that there is something to the mic drop moment at Final Tribal building the resume. I do think people have gone home without the other castmates knowing that they pulled a big move and then they get sent home and no one knows until you watch it that season yeah. months later. But I think that this was a bad move. I think she should have told Drew. And I mean, and and that would have mm. spread. Drew is like, the, yeah. is the strategy maker on the island. But Drew didn't want Emily out yet. Right. And he would have fought for Emily. And then everyone else wouldn't have been like, yo, that was a good move by Emily. Maybe she should be on the chopping block next. It's not just the claiming of like, I was able to get Bruce off with the idol. But it's like, I also made Julie look really bad and now bruce like oh like yeah yeah like that that was the weird part to me she's like i said that he you were playing him like kelly played him that makes that makes julie look really bad to bruce and if i'm julie i'm like well now bruce is jerry yeah yeah Mm -hmm. exactly yes i thought the same thing yeah emily's face when she was like i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry like when she was telling the story that's why you don't tell the story because it implements you in something even worse. I mean, Mama J took it pretty well. She was like, Emily, Ooh, you're a yeah. sweetheart, but you are. I yeah, Julie had a great episode. Before we get to Julie, let's just quick glaze over because who the fuck cares about Emily's stupid little journey? Because what oh, yeah. the fuck? they could have just cut that out and it wouldn't have had any repercussions on the game because she was already a threat because of the move on Bruce. But she, that didn't make her more of a threat, even though D was like, I don't believe that for a second that she, when she came back and was like, yeah. I didn't play it. She should have played the frigging game. Just play the, the game. only the only thing that it um like upon second rewatch, I'm like, oh, I should have seen this coming that this was like the only reason it's in there is because we get a little bit. Of, we get to see like her flashbacks, like, yeah, taking us out of the story to talk about Emily's specific story is very leading to oh, Emily's going home this week. An exit, an exit yeah, episode. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. I'm bummed. I know Emily was a lot of people's winner's pick, specifically you, Margaret, and mm-hmm. everyone, really. I, I was on the fence between her and Mama J, so now I'm fully Mama J. But I think Emily just had untapped potential. I think she didn't have, like, I don't know. I, I wish she just took more of, like, a leadership role and, like, was being more sneaky I mean, mm. maybe not a leadership role, but being more sneaky and being less um, loyal to the Reba boys. I think it, that was like a blind loyalty. How about when Austin was like, I was like, my girl, I, I, don't vote out my girl. I was like, what? Yeah, that was strange to me. And Mama Jay's not your girl. Like, oh, we're going to vote out the girl I've been allies with since day yeah. one. And that's crazy. I mean, yeah, he's psychotic. He's psychotic. What an huh? weird episode for Austin just such a weird Weird. tension filled awkward like i was watching weirdos date correct like and not even like date like like date at a coffee shop date Mm -hmm. 100 percent. it was not sexy cute where like i'm watching two people fall in love over martinis it was like (laughs) (laughs) so tell me like I never saw season eight. I mean, you watched the first episode together at your house and then you finished the season and I never did. So all stars, Rob and Amba, you are mm. 
the the authority here on this. So like mm-hmm. one, how did you feel when you saw the flashbacks? And two, like w- to explain the differences between these like two types of relationships on Survivor. Um, I loved the flashbacks. Okay. Well, I I loved the flashbacks, but I was cringing out of my skin during this. He yes. put all his cards on the table basically by being like, "I, if we make it to the final, I'm proposing." Mm-hmm. <laughs> like literally. Like he's like comparing them to a to a couple who gets married immediately following the show. It's just like it is it is so shooting his shot in a way that was like making me uncomfortable, especially because they're just like out to coffee. <laughs> so were people suspicious of Rob and Amber? Like everyone knew they were oh, yeah. dating. And then did anyone target them because of that? But they got around it or was that not like a thing yet? No, nobody was like they're a voting block. We need to get them off because of it. They had their tribe was like winning a, a bunch of things. Okay. The interesting part was they did their tribe. I think it was called Shapira. They were um, bulldozing, winning a bunch, mm. really good camaraderie, like really all liked each other. Yeah, because they were kissing during the show, too. So it's like it's very obvious to the audience that it's like, oh, these two are like falling yes. for each other whereas these two are acting like they're not even touching each other they're like oh it's almost like they want to touch each other but they're like austin's too nervous to pull a move because he's like a dork and i mean i love that i love a dork so i'm not judging i'm just yeah. saying like someone like smooth ass boston rob is like i'm gonna go in for the fucking kiss I'm my girl yeah, yeah no they and it, ta- it does take them a while before they before they kiss but nobody was it was like none the wiser about that being threatening to anyone else's game and I mean, Boston Rob is just so charismatic that like, I don't know, he had them all under his thumb. He, Yeah. D and Austin are not Boston and Boston. Boston. Boston and Amber. I'm surprised we never saw like a Matt and Franny kiss. They were probably just keeping it. But back in the day, like in Micronesia, Amanda and Ozzy are just like hardcore making out in the episodes. Like when we watched... Um, Gen X Millennials with Figgy and whatever mm-hmm. his name was. Like it... Back in the day, that was a 34 really or 30, whatever that was, 33 was really not that long ago. That was maybe mm-hmm. five years ago. People yeah. were making out on camera, which I missed. That was very MTV. And I think it goes back to it was very MTV of them. It, it goes back to the way that the game is so I mean, like the casting is fans. There are people who come here and are really serious about like yeah. I'm playing the game, like if I'm that above everything, whereas it felt like the older days when they were casting more hots was like just very real world. Totally. And even in token teens, like people are like, I want a million dollars. Like this fucking sucks. I'm eating termites. I'm like, I, you know, Mm -hmm. they they just want to win. They don't. Yeah. Everyone's forgetting about this million dollars. I know. Seriously. Um, Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, have much to say until we get to the end where it's obviously swinging who's voting for who and i loved the scene where austin has to tell d that mama jay is oh, on the chopping block he was so um, uncomfortable but okay let's talk fixations really quick this is not my fixation but it leads into it so uh, 
Jake says to Katora, like upset the apple cart or whatever. And I don't know what that is. And Katora didn't yeah. know what that is. But I'm also not on TV. So when Katora was like, <laughs> wait, what? And the and my fixation is everyone being dumb as rocks this season, just not knowing <laughs> what anyone else is saying. Like, what's a pepariah? And then she didn't even know what a pariah was either. So it was like just people being like, wait, what? <laughs> and I love that. That's good TV for me. People just yeah. be like, like, put huh? some dopey music behind them. And I'm just like enjoying them being stupid. I really like completely. That. Mm-hmm. I feel bad, though, because, like, these people are not eating. So, like, their brains are... My brain would be absolute trash. Oh, mush, mush, garbage mush. I don't, I don't know. I feel like they're, they've are they been eating... Every week almost has a reward challenge now. They're not necessarily all... Like, last week they had turkey. This week they had hot dogs and burgers. Okay. You know what I was thinking? Tell me. This actually comes... And we already talked about Emily's lame boat adventure. But it kind of... Yeah. It kind of... I'm going to talk about it here now. That challenge, that rope challenge. I need to see somebody solve that. Here's my wait, train wait. of thought. Emily's challenge. Yeah, the one she did not okay, do. Okay, okay. I thought you meant the rope, the rope uh, reward rope management challenge. Yeah. No, not <laughs> rope management. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. The rope puzzle. I need to see somebody solve this in 3 minutes. And I need to see like these dream team people solving it. In three minutes, under the same conditions that our survivors yeah. are at. Because they, they test everything with this dream team. And I'm like, what if... Here's a theory for you. The dream team is somewhere on the island. On the other side of the island. Like, we're getting lost here. Like, we've got, like, the yeah, tail yeah. end. They're the tailies. Really? They're over on the other side of the island. And they are essentially avatars for the people on the show. Okay. They're eating the same. They're like, Emily just had a half cup of rice. You get a half cup of rice. They're then testing the next season's challenges. So they're out there. Right? Like Jeff is just like monkey, like keeping them in cages like monkeys. I think it could be. I think I love something. That that's Mm -hmm. so good. Wait, I'd watch that show. Clip that, post that, send it, send it to Jeff and out him to the FBI. Right. And then um, Jeff is like, Jeff is calling right now and getting our podcast off the air. He's like, get them off. He knows. Yeah, he knows. (laughs) Yeah, I agree. And I also think that like, I guess the dream teamers come up with it and then they get the average Joe to try and solve it because you can't just be like, here's this puzzle I built and watch me solve it. It's like, no, you you built it. Of course, you know the exact way to solve it. But isn't the dream team like the interns who are just like running the, they're like, when they show the challenge, they're like turning their faces away from the camera. Yeah, they're not allowed to show their face. But these people look healthy. Like these people are not totally testing under the conditions that our game players are are enduring. <clears throat> well, not to bring up a completely different game show, but Great British Bake Off is like the same. And they're like, you have two hours to complete this challenge. And you would have it's like everything's underproved. Like you needed another hour to under, to prove this. Yeah. I'm like, when would I have thought we had two hours <laughs> to bake this? Like, what the fuck? Me and Alex say it every day. We're like, if they needed more time, give them an extra 30 minutes. Like, yeah, you know what I mean, like, and because if they do one thing wrong, the whole thing's fucked because you, yeah. baking just takes time. It's like, if, yeah. if you have to go back and redo the caramel or redo the, your, your whatever, then it's like, okay, I'm fucked. And I feel the same for survivor i mean they end up figuring it out this rope challenge today too just like everyone trying and getting caught by the rope i'm like 
if I watched this and I was on the next season and I saw this, I'd be like, just untangle the entire rope and take your time and then go. Like, don't yeah. try and just go and then have to hop over the things and then go and then hop over. Oh, the things. God. Like just rope management. No rope one management. No one's has it. No. And you really did need to undo like the entire thing before running. Anyway, no, but also like about the challenge. Oh, you don't. Mm. No, I I do. <laughs> I do now. Yeah, tell I me. liked the challenge. Oh, I was I like, did, this is yeah. one that I would have liked to have. I would have wanted to see how I could have fared at it. Yeah, this is one that's like doable. Anytime it's like throwing something at throwing, I'm like, put me in coach. I'm like, I can hit a bunch of things with a beanbag. Although I think I would stress out over the like resourcefulness or whatever the word was. Oh, boy. I'd be I'd have a meltdown that it wouldn't stay and like lose my mind. But okay, here's the thing. Here's my thoughts on the challenge. Rope management we talked about. Drew won the challenge Mm -hmm. and I still looked at him and said, this is the weakest survivor player I've ever seen. Yeah. And he won the challenge. Like I was scared watching that. Watching him throw with those beanbags. Yeah. Like, it was like, have you not ever been to a carnival? Wait, I don't understand. You never played a carnival game where you just, throw, like, you ever done this, anything like this oh, before? Oh, 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 oh. I was thinking, like, when he punched the blocks when he won. Oh, yeah. Oh, that was, his arm could have fallen off with one throw. <laughs> no, that throw was pathetic. That throw was, it was pathetic. And he still won. Like, I was watching it being like, this is the worst. This is the worst showing of, like, athleticism I've uh, ever seen. And he still won. <laughs> Completely. Yeah, no, it was it was pretty pathetic. I thought that the way to solve that resourcefulness puzzle was going to require something else because it oh, was yeah, called resourcefulness. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, they're going to have to like stack the bean bags to be able to lift the center. They're going to have to be resourceful or they're going to have to use their rope to do something like oh. that was the trick of it. But no, it no. was just like, can you balance this? Yeah, that would have been smart. But no. Dream team. Hello. Hello. Are you listening? They're they can't. They can't hear they us. Can't. They're in cages. <laughs> they're in cages still. They're they're doing forty seven right now. Like they are yeah, doing forty seven. Um. Yeah. <clears throat> so we don't really have to talk about Emily fl- like flopping the savvy sweater savvy. Uh, although I will say that they. I'm surprised Emily didn't read that clue, which was like four have tried and failed. Whatever she didn't say anything about that. I would have came back as like proof and been like. I attempted this thing and it wouldn't work. Cause didn't Jake do that? Jake. Like Jake was there. So like, I yeah. would have been like, it was, I think it was the sweat and savvy challenge. It was like four rungs. Like it said savvy and- in it too. Yeah. And so, and then Jake would have been like, Oh my God, that was so fucking hard. Like, I'm glad you didn't try that because I would, you would have lost your vote. Like blah, blah, blah. Like I felt like that yeah. would have actually been good TV, but I don't even know that Emily even clocked that. She was just like, mm, no. Yeah. Katora's backstory. Oh, Normally, God. I don't is... care to talk about backstories, but this was great. And I think Katora, mm-hmm. I mean, the story is not great, but the, but I think Katora is having like a renaissance. Like, I think, no offense, just like they gave her no screen time unless she was shitting on Bruce. And now that Bruce is gone, she's able to flourish. And isn't that amazing? Remove I think Katora, a man from the story and her story becomes infinitely I mean, more interesting. Huh. Incredible. Mwah. Groundbreaking. I think that Katora is making top three for sure. Wow. I think Reba is broken now. And I think Katora, no one has ever put Katora's name down. No one even knows how to spell it. So they're just, they don't. 
I remember she, she was like a vote, didn't she? I don't think so. But remember, Maybe she not. was like, you don't need to know how to spell my name. Yeah, that was <laughs> I awesome. Love that. But yeah, the, the it's like redemption story. I thought it was mm-hmm. great. I it was it's like one of those crazy stories that you only see on like documentaries. Like she could be on this on like a cold yeah. documentary. Thank God she got out. But it's crazy to just miss years of your education and then come back and be and then end up being a lawyer. Like that's badass. And I'm pumped for Katora because I think it was literally last episode I said no way Katora like wins mm-hmm. or even it's like comes close, but I'm already walking back on that. I don't know about wins, but I think like she's like a contender for top three for sure. Mm-hmm. Do you you have her in your pool? No, I'm done. Oh no, I, do, I have Austin. I have Austin. Oh yeah. I you had, just liked, you've always liked Katora. I thought you had her in your pool though. From episode one, I yeah. was like, damn, I'm surprised I didn't even choose Katora. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, w- I immediately was like, I wish I chose Katora over Kendra. Like, oh, yeah, because <laughs> I had Caleb, Sabaya, Kendra, Brandon, and then Austin is my fifth. So mm-hmm. my my I had like three gone immediately. And then um, I can't keep track yeah. of who I have. I don't I, remember. You have Mama J or no, you have D. No, who do I have? I do you have D and that's it. Right. Because that's Bruce it. Left. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> what any thoughts on the Katora backstory? No, I love I mean, it, it's devastating. It adds different shades to what we got the thanksgiving dinner week yeah definitely the letter from her mom it's just Mm -hmm. like she's gotta yeah and she did say something she's like my my story is nothing but terribly sad and that's all we got in that one episode now we've got the story as soon as she said when i turned 13 i knew what the end of that sentence was going to be and that is heartbreaking we watched it live and you said that and i was like i had the same thought because i've seen a million of these cold mm -hmm. things you know, that's exactly it so, what it is. Yeah, it's so upsetting. It's so, it's so upsetting. It's, I mean, and she says it too, and this is where she gets really emotional. Is like, she's talking about herself as a child, as like an up a person other from her. Mm-hmm. She's like, nobody looked at this child and thought like, I need yeah. to take care of Katora. Oh my mm-hmm. God. It, I know. It's, it's, ter- it, it's terrible. Um, I love her though. I you know, you love to see somebody come out on the other side. Mm-hmm. Um, inspiring. Yeah, I thought I think I think Jeff should probably go back and say, like, and maybe maybe you've listened to On Fire and he does remedy this, but like saying Jake's story was the most emotional thing that they've yeah, ever well, captured. I'm sorry. What? You you knew that you've seen the whole season play out, Jeff. What yeah, yeah. What? At least say so far, please. Yeah, exactly. I was like, and not to like use her story for personal gain, but like do it, girl. Like she only told Jake and Mama J. I was like, tell everybody, tell the whole crow, speak it out loud, because I'm like, that's mm-hmm. going to get you votes. Like Mama J is going to get votes because she's like a divorced mom of two. Like you hate to say mm-hmm. it, but in seasons past, like it's like I've said this before. It's like you've got this guy who's like has a great job, super well off, like whatever and then you have this person who's mm-hmm. struggling who's divorced who has mo- a lot of kids like all this stuff it's like vote for that person give them the yeah. money yeah and you want to vote for the game but personal stuff does come in like mm-hmm. in token teens when um taj is like my husband was that professional football player and everyone's like i, I need the money more than you you got a professional yeah. football player husband and then taj was like i shouldn't have said that you know mm-hmm. she clocked it immediately so I do think that I was like, Katura, tell everybody that story. Yeah. That's a great story to tell. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, it's fucked up, but use it to your game, girl. Yeah. You know, 
but yeah, I think she I think she had a good episode. No one's looking at her at all mm-hmm. yet. Like Jake is the obvious next vote or whatever. But I, I don't even think that's true anymore because I think they're going to gun for Drew next time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. OK, so let's dive straight in to the Reba drama of this vote. So we'll start with. Julie just being a boss and being like, this is my idol. And Austin not oh even questioning. God. That's wild to me. That is wild behavior. And I hate to say it, but Austin, pussy. Yeah, let her he let her have it. Take that back. Take that That's back immediately. So weird to me. I need to Crazy. see like how did he even ask for it? And she was like, no. Or does she just like not offer it back? And then he got scared and was like, too much time has passed. A lot the window is gone how did you feel about drew being like hey you want to do something like cool with your idol it's like to mama jay and mama jay's like no because like what do you mean do something cool you can only do something cool with your idol if you yourself is on the chopping block or, or someone in your alliance so you like play it on them but it's like you can't manufacture playing your idol in a cool way yeah like, that's just tossing your idol away do you know what i mean um like, yeah looking to do something like funky and fresh with your idol and she's like what the fuck are you talking about well but maybe he had a plan the only thing is to pitch it like like i've heard your name coming up and this is the pathway i see that we could keep you in the game and make a move that gives you some some street cred but it wasn't it just stopped there because she said no Drew was the mastermind of it all so him saying that was so sketchy and funny like mom and jay went straight to d and was like Drew said this and he's like, yeah, because he like he wants you to use your idol. And like, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's... Yeah, I guess that is strange then. She claiming the idol is hers is like the most interesting part of it to me, though. Like, just 10 out of 10. Like, this is my not. <laughs> I would my... use I would use that in Final Tribal. I would be like, Austin, let me have his idol. And sorry, Austin, but that was my idol now. I mean, that might piss Austin off, but unless Austin's well... sitting next to you. Because then that's a great thing. Be Didn't like, this help guy... him find it, though? They did, yes. Because I still think uh, D and Julie should have not given that Taking hammer. run with it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Totally. <laughs> I just didn't know D and Austin were in love. So that was... Yeah. That was the piece we they didn't see. either. They didn't know either. Because he mm-hmm. tried smiling at her. And she did not like him smiling at her. Yuck. Yuck, big time. Yuck. <laughs> big yuck. Um, so everyone's plotting to get Mama J out. And when Drew Drew wins a min- immunity, picks the boys, brings Jake to and lets him in on the Julie vote. They act like he's like one of the first person they're telling. They're like, Yeah, I think Katora and, and Emily would, would really be in, even though Jake is the last person. Jake's gotta be watching this season being like, dude, every time I think I'm in oh an early deliberation, I am the last person told. I didn't even know I didn't even notice that. It's, I didn't notice that for this one. Drew is always doing a face that's like, yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think that person would be in. All, he, he, it's confirmed they're in. They've talked. Yeah, he knows yeah. it. But they don't want to make Jake feel like he's the last person. Last to know. know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's smart. And at the same time, the four girls have nothing to speak about, which was so oh, funny. It was great. It was I a mean, big moment for buffs. It really was. They put that in there as like a big advertisement. That's silly. Like Mama J and Emily, like both knew that they were gunning for each other. So all four of them decided to just be like, 
Jake? Yeah. Like, I love that all four of them just decided like, oh, we got to say someone's name who's not here. Yeah. That's so awkward. Those are the things in Survivor that I would hate being a part of. Like, just lying and having to be like, so (laughs) stupid. Like, secondhand embarrassment to the max. Yeah. The buffs was hilarious, though. Agreed. All right. Here's the main event. Austin tells D. Now, what do you think about all of this? It's Austin tells D. D tells Julie. Like, oh, it's God. this train of events was so fun. So let yeah. me hear your thoughts on the whole thing. Like, you can just rock from now till the actual vote if you want. There is no universe that Austin was never going to, that he was not going to tell D. Totally. That was never going to happen. I don't know why Drew did not know that. Um, Because he immediately goes and tells D. In the weirdest way, he's like, "It's a, there's a strong move against her. Her. And D's like, the fuck are you talking yeah, about? Emily? Emily? And he's like, no, Julie. But there was no world that that wasn't going to happen. Totally. D immediately telling Julie was super interesting to me, too, though, because she also claims that Austin is her number one. So it's like, it's, it's like two different it's like well what's the truth here i get that julie like she really likes her she wants to keep her around she's like been in this alliance with her for ages like there's never a world where d wasn't going to tell julie yeah and i think that i think that when when d is like austin's my number one i think there's maybe like a slight understanding of like austin is who I f- want to fuck, but you are my girl. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> I think there's like a, a a line and I think Julie like maybe sort of understood when she's like, you're both my number ones, but like, I'm still trying to get to know this guy and I can't imagine the next few days without him. That's like a, that's mm. like a want. Julie's a need. You know what I mean? Or maybe I'm flipping them, but either way, it's like, the Austin of it all is like, I want him to stay because I'm trying to fucking flirt and have fun. And he's like keeping me going in like a butterfly way. Like, you know, when you're first getting into something new and you're texting mm-hmm. someone that's like fun and you're like, yeah, let's go. That island is miserable. I think Austin is that like escape and like normalcy for her to be like, at least I can mm-hmm. like flirt and whatever. But I do think Mama J is like her number one on the island to like vote with. So I think D got a little caught huh. up in the drama of like, I'm liking Austin. I don't want him to go because I like flirting yeah. with him. Yeah. I'm almost going to kiss. So like, don't yeah. take this away from me, mama. mama. And like, I think she just got a little caught up in like the, the flirting and the, and the lust of it all. You know what I mean? I think there was just like a little confusion in D's head. Okay. Okay. That's yeah, just I how see I, that how I thought it through because I think it's crazy for her to be like, she's my number one. And even Mama J thought that was crazy. Mama yeah, that, was like, it's a weird okay. thing to say. Yeah, that's a weird thing to say. And I loved though, Mama J getting so emotionally reactive and being like, well, Austin's coming for me. I'm going to get Austin out. Like, I was like, okay, how this is what we need is we need more. And and Dee was right. She was like, you're, you're thinking emotionally. Like, yeah, you need to take a beat. It's not Austin as the mastermind. But Dee was also thinking emotionally because she Correct. likes Austin. She has Correct. a crush on Austin. Yeah. How about Mama Jay's like witchy? Like when she's sitting there next to Jake and Emily and is like, you guys can vote off. Like oh she God. looked like she was going through withdrawal. She was like, she was like, Who, what, think, say a name. She's like I'm going rogue people. Yeah. yeah. It's like, what does uh-huh. that even mean? The fact that they didn't take precaution after Julie was acting like that was so silly. Like they still have seven people or 
six to one. Six people wrote Mama J's down, mm-hmm. name down, even though she was acting the fuck up. And Drew literally knew in his heart that D told her. Yeah. So, so silly. Do you yeah. think that part of me was like, why didn't Mama J put Austin's name down? It has to just be loyalty to D. It has I think to be so. only sliver. But it was such good TV when D was like, or Julie was like, I don't know. That's her number one. Maybe I should just vote him out then. If that's her yeah. number one, I should vote her. That would split Drew and J- and and Austin up. That would get D and mm-hmm. Austin split. I think that I was shaken. I was so excited. I thought it was just going to be like an all of a sudden Austin going home with an idol in his pocket. I love when that happens. Big villainous move would have been big villainous slay if she like, had like I'm Jones and for a going rogue people. Her she had like a was just like, pick. yeah, literally. She looked yeah. crazy. She got crazy eyes. I loved that. I thought that was I excellent. I think I think if I'm D, I'm like, Mama Jerry, what the fuck are you doing? I also liked the cut co- the cut that they did to that where like you see this thing and she's like trying to shoot her shot with who is it, Jake and Emily. And then yeah. she cuts to her talking and she's like, they're not making a move. They're not doing yeah. it. Like she could read she read that immediately. It's like, yeah, mm-hmm. okay. I tried, it's not gonna do. So whatever. Yeah, and Mama J, like, even though she I don't think she knew that Mama J was the other name, like herself was the other name when in reality it was the name until D told yeah. her. Jake and Emily not really saying anything is like that's a, the telltale sign that they're voting for you, Mama. Like quite literally, if uh-huh. if you talk to someone and you're like, "Let's get Austin out," and they're not like, "Well, that's sure, that's a pretty good idea." Like they need people. You need to just like say yes to everything. I know at at some point because you're gonna just give your hand away if you're not. Yeah saying like mm, that's actually a pretty good plan like we yeah. go for okay we would go for austin like could we get couture like you have to fake it to and they weren't they i know weren't. jake's acting well, chops i don't i don't know about that he stays a tree to me he stays a tree for sure he stays a tree <laughs> so jake and emily oh. tell the crew about julie being like that and being fidgety and being like let's vote austin and d's mouth just being like <gasps> wide open in both shock that mama J is like dumb enough to do that and two being like wait she did she knows oh my god like trying to do an acting performance she does the same at tribal council just I being know like, it's hilarious Shocked. trying to yeah I mean it was good an idea to still put her vote on mama J because then she could still like plead the fifth but what did they tell her what did Drew and Austin tell mama J the plan was Emily okay yeah Emily that was, was always going to be option. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think we've like summed it all up really. And so now Austin has the top six idols. So he's definitely going to five because he's just, yes. unless he does something stupid and like plays it for D like if they can do some sort of like, okay, D's the target. So then Austin plays for D, but then they vote for Austin. Like that could Whoa. be fun. That's the only way Austin doesn't get to five, to five is if he lets his heart win and plays it for someone else and then they get him. But that would have to kind of entail like Drew turning on him, which I don't see. Yeah. And I think Drew's the target next week. So um, I think Austin's definitely making top five. Drew's going to beg. Drew is going to beg Austin for the idol, like beg on hands and knees. Oh, I would love to see that. Yep. I and then Austin. So he could either play it for D or Drew, but I, he wouldn't play it for anyone else. So there's, yeah. 
some drama there. There is a world too where there's another idol somewhere on the beach because Julie's been has Julie's idol has been played. Yeah, there oh. hasn't been much like idol searching this season. Mm-mm. A lot of the normal stuff that we usually see, not much of it. Like finally, we got Austin fishing last episode. We got finally some fire making in this episode. But oh yeah, also, we have ninety minutes and we're not seeing any of the like survivor stuff like oh man mm-hmm. like i'm starving like wh- what are we gonna do like we have to find like we don't see any of that yeah. which is interesting for it being 90 minutes yeah. and that's stuff we used to see especially in like in token teens they do a reward and an immunity challenge every episode and it's only 42 minutes of airtime mm-hmm. and they manage and i love that the episodes go so quick because you're just like zipping 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 watching i mean them it's eat, amazing watching them do stuff i'm like yeah 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 and they're like going on cool rewards that's the other thing i miss is like when they get like they're they go to like a cool swimming hole and like they get to go like have dinner with the locals like that kind of stuff just take Mm -hmm. like give me something that's not this damn sanctuary yeah good things happen although i will say exile island like i haven't got very far in but i don't love exile island as a concept yeah Um, so i'm I'm glad we don't do that anymore yeah it's kind of a thing yeah um, they did that on Micronesia as well. That was like my one of my first seasons seeing Exile Island, I think. But yeah, I, I don't have much else to say. I, I'm shocked that Austin didn't play an idol, but it worked out for him. I know. Um, I think Drew is really on the chopping block next week. And I love in the like next week on Drew's like pissed and like throwing stuff. It's I know. gonna be great. It's gonna be awesome. He like yeets that thing like fucking Thor. Like he's like throwing that like he's a hammer. Captain America or whatever. Yeah, it's so funny. Yeah, it's like um, he's like throwing around like fucking cast iron pots and pans. I don't know how. I, no, I know how that man's arm snaps. Here's the other thing I did catch in next Tell week's me. episode. Tell me. It's a very quick shot, but we do get helicopter in the sunset. So what does that mean? Like I don't know. I don't know. Why are they showing us a helicopter? Is someone getting medevaced? Are we going on a helicopter ride as a reward? What is Jeff flying in on a helicopter? Why are we getting a helicopter shot? Yeah, because like sanctuary is a boat right away it's not a helicopter so maybe it's either a cool reward a medevac or like i don't know that's that's funny i didn't clock that yeah i only saw it once like when we watched it live i didn't watch it again during this rewatch but anyway i i think that like shout out to emily i i thought she was fun like i i Mm -hmm. loved the beginning when she was being absolutely out of pocket and then (laughs) she ended up just being like a sweet normal person and i I, in general i liked her like dorkiness and uh, i loved when jake said like there goes badass right there i was i have that in my notes too that's the best like if if you can have i mean what the hell guys i don't know why we're making shirts and merch that say what the hell guys that is not what i would want my exit to be Emily's no. exit perfection. Thanks everyone for a beautiful game. Hugs everyone. Walks out and they go. There's a badass. That's yeah, it. and and she and, was like, "I'm voting for the best player." So oh, yeah, get on your horse, bitches. I love that. She, and she's she's somewhat like also too. She said, like, her vote for Julie was like, "If you're at three, I'm voting for you for to win a million dollars, and that is a problem." I think yeah. that even though Julie's one vote on Emily got Emily out mad respect for julie she would she -hmm. would still she would not hold that grudge and she would be like yeah you you get my vote 
Mm-hmm. Totally. Agreed. How about my my parting thought is Jeff egging Drew on to talk more. I was like, please. And then Ugh. Drew's like, oh, let me open the history books. I'm like, what? Ugh. You just had that on deck? Like, what? It's very coach adjacent. Silly. Silly. Very silly. But- my parting thoughts are everyone's chin hairs. Oh, yeah. Big, big chin hair energy. Big, big eyebrow energy. Like Helga. Lots Pataki Helga G. Pataki. Lots of chin hairs, though. I was like, I immediately went up and was like, where I need to. Do I have any chin? Hair? Like, I watched this episode. and I'm like, I think I grew chin hairs during this episode. Your your um, chest mole hair. <laughs> my ghosty hair. Your ghosty. Yeah. Oh, um, my other parting thought is Bonhomie. 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 To you and to me. To me. <laughs> and then I want to play a little game. Okay. Play it. Bald. Which date sounds better? Okay. Your first date is a road trip and you eat Ethiopian food. Okay. Your second option for a date is eating sushi, Cuban food, milk tea, and watching Survivor. Oh, okay, I understand. Is the first date Amber and Rob's first date that they talked about? Okay, do I know the first no. date that we're talking about? Yeah. Is it Fra- Matt and Franny? Yes. Okay, road trip and Ethiopian food or like all that other food and other Survivor. Food and watch Survivor. <laughs> road trip, probably. Really? Oh, well, not a first date. That's silly. I mean, there's no, no, not no. really a first a date. date. They know each other well. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, like all that food and Survivor sounds great. That's like what we do. That's what yeah. I, me and Alex quite literally do that. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. I mean, I like this game. Um, I'm going to vote for Matt and Franny just because I think their chemistry is better. Agree. Or trip beneath the open f- food. I like believe in that more than them just being like, let's our first date watch Survivor. Oh, my God. It's like, that's the thing. One thing we have in common is Survivor. Yeah, so let's correct. do that. And like, we both, we both, we look up in their stars and uh, we have the same sky. Austin saying, <laughs> you know, uh, like, I might find my, my Amba here. And then she's no. like, I was like, I do not want to find, <laughs> I do not want to show man. No, like she, but that then was she her says response. Her, I know. But then she says her friends, she says to Austin, like, but my friends said, like, you could go out there and find your husband. And yeah, I, I was like. Flat out disgusted. (laughs) And I think that's, again, a beautiful way to end this with disgust. Um, Anyway, yeah, we're we're heading into uh, the penultimate of the season. We are going to get down to a top five. And I am going to print a prediction that Drew is gone. And then after next episode's elimination, we will pick our winner pick. for next episode but i think this was a good episode it kept me you know i was i was thrilled to watch it it was a it was a fun little gathering and um yeah we'll be back next week we are binge town tv and thanks for listening you're listening to the geekscape network 